We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in to this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio on this Monday morning, just after 8 o'clock, Ole Miss beats Austin P 54-17 to over the weekend. I'm having a really hard time uh, remembering that score, but it was 54-17. Over the Governors, getting ready for the green wave this weekend. Um, Ole Miss and Tulane, 7 o'clock ESPN2 on Saturday. So we'll look at some lines for the week. We will do some uh, final thoughts on the weekend, but not a ton because, frankly, it was Austin P and it is time to move forward to uh, – Bigger games, including as long as they win on Saturday, a much bigger one in a few weeks against Alabama and more. We'll look at the league and uh, some NFL thoughts, too. Usually that's a Tuesday, Wednesday thing, but we'll touch a little bit of it today on the show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember to use the self-checkout going on there. Don't have to wait on an attendee. Take care of yourself there at the Oxford Exxon. All Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. You can use the Speed Pass Plus app to earn points and save money. And remember here locally, the lunch special, five sixty nine, two sides bread, 32-ounce drink when you stop in or come into town this weekend for Ole Miss and the Wave. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900, 662-257-1900. Call that number, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. Right to the bottom line, no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. And the rest is up to you. You can shop it around. You can do what I've done, but I recommend that you do. Let's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Guest will join us this week on the uh, Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Already know of uh, one, but it's going to be late in the week, so I'm not sure how we're going to make that work, but we'll figure it out. They'll join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square in Oxford. Be a great place tonight. Watch Monday Night Football. I don't even know who's playing, but it's Monday Night Football. Uh, Raiders and somebody. Okay. The, yep. Ra- the Raiders will play somebody. I'm going to guess it will be another team that's yes. affiliated with the National Football League. Yeah. And uh, they'll play that game, and you can watch it at Rafters and enjoy a burger, a po' boy, uh, great appetizers, um, Great beer selection, full bar, the whole deal there at Rafters on the Square in Oxford, Rafters, New Albany, and then Rafters on the Water at Sardis. 
also um, Ravens and Raiders tonight. Ravens. Yes. There you go. So and Ravens guess and was accurate. Tonight. It was another NFL team. <laughs> yeah, damnedest thing. Uh, plenty to get to. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. I, I do have to say, this is low-key, I guess, podcast now. I guess it's technically not radio, but I really laughed this morning. I, I know you're a fan of this, the other Lebertard show. Yeah. He puts out a tweet 51 minutes ago, and it's his poll for the day, and I'm assuming he probably does one every day. I'm not sure. I, I don't follow They Lebertard. do multiple polls. Okay, well, this polls, poll made polls me is laugh. A, polls is a big part of what they okay, do. Okay, well, this poll made me laugh on Twitter this morning because it, it, encap- it, it encapsulates... Our society of people who have to find an offense about everything. Yes. But at the same time, is related to sports, and it's just tied in enough, which is what Levitar is great at. It's just, just, I mean, just a sliver of something that yes. can get back to whatever. Should stadium personnel have been better prepared for a cat falling from the upper deck? Oh. 64% said yes. <laughs> what do you want them to do? Well, I mean, <laughs> that's not a scientific poll. On no, I completely. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it, it is. It encapsulates Twitter. That that is social media for us on this Monday morning. I'm not really sure what the ushers and the staff at the Hard Rock Stadium or whatever it's called was supposed to do um, when the cat was hanging on like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and cliffhanger off the yeah. top of the thing. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I am a little worried about the cat. What happened to the cat? I think it. Went off into... Did it run off itself? Ran off into the wild. Did it? I think like so. Like no usher took it and then tried to figure out some sort of animal control situation? I, not to my knowledge. I mean, if I have... I mean, look, I'm kind of joking, but if I had a criticism, it would be more that. Like, what are we actually doing with said cat more well, my than... My criticism was with the drunk guy that kept picking the cat up and holding it up, like, look what I've done, and the cat is just clawing the guy's <laughs> arms to shreds. He deserved to be just torn to pieces. When he got in the shower, drunkenly... <laughs> That hurt. And the water hit the scratch marks. It felt kind of like, oh like you in Minnesota, probably. Yeah, you deserved it. It was, yes. it was a bit of a... Because, yeah, you can see the cat just absolutely clawing the hell out of him. Well, the cat was a little terrified. You think? 60,000 people or The cat was, was traumatized. He had had a moment. Or she had had a moment. Uh, thank you, Webb, for the super chat. Good morning to you. He says, thoughts on Brad from HRG on Saturday. I do want to talk about this a little bit because I've I've read I've read RebelGrove.com and some of the criticisms and I've got some thoughts. I'm okay. a, I've got some keep it real thoughts about stuff. Okay. Uh, he says, "What are y'all's concerns on depth on defense?" And Tulane's motto is "Pay your fee and get your B." I can see that. Uh, my thoughts on depth on defense is that they don't have enough up front. They're working on it hard you can tell i think they've got a little bit at linebacker and i think they've got a lot in the secondary my thoughts on brad from uh hand raised guys the mpw digital post game show mm-hmm. presented by walk-ons on a saturday night is that brad was probably an actor having some fun sure and it was good it was good it was funny so Here's it, what, it was deadpan, and it was awesome. And even if it's a lie, I go, you know what? I'm, that was a quality 15 minutes. I have no regrets on spending the amount of time with Brad that we did for my UK. So here's my deal. Okay. And oh, I've, and by the way, I did. they're saying now that the uh, the, the stadium staff took the cat to a, a vet clinic. So. Oh, well, then they handled it oh, good. as well as okay, – yeah. Exactly. All right. Number one – the cliche "you can't please everybody" uh-huh. is accurate. You can't. Well, that's fair. Number two. Ole Miss played Austin P at six thirty. The game because college games just 
can't get into a they they their window gets bigger and bigger and bigger. The game ended at ten thirty. Mm-hmm. We started with three minutes left in the game, something like that. We talked about the game. Ole Miss won the game fifty four to seventeen. At one point, they led thirty six or thirty seven to nothing. There's only so much you can say about a game like that. True. There, if you are the person, and listen, there's nothing wrong with this. I'm just going to be totally honest about my strengths and weaknesses. This is not a reflection on my thoughts on Chase or on Jeffrey or, or, or Brian. Or, or This is me talking about me. I don't know football well enough, nor do I like football well enough to watch with intensity in the fourth quarter of a 37-point blowout over a team that's not in your classification. Okay? Don't possess that. There are people that probably do it, and if they do, and they're doing a show, you should go to their show. Because you only get one crack at this thing. So have at it. If people are giving you hardcore football following a 37-point win and breaking down the technical aspects of third-string offensive linemen that if they play in the Alabama game, you lost, then cool. Now, the other thing is, when the show doesn't really get rolling until after 11 o'clock at night because of the time of games... Our average listener probably has a BAC of somewhere around 2.3. Yeah. The audience is drunk. (laughs) There's only so much we can really do. I mean, mean, my breakdown is much easier than this. And I said this multiple times in the thread. And, I mean, it was cool yesterday. I'm I'm just kind of hanging out and waiting on the Saints, watching the Saints while while I'm answering these questions. But if you want the 45-minute game analysis – it's there. there it just hit the stop button when yeah. we go to the calls. That that was more my point was that, yes, look, are, are the calls for everybody? No. That's cool. All good. So if you want the other show, there's a reason we start with that. It's not like, hey, we're going to take calls for an hour and 28 minutes, and then we're going to give you some analysis. Yeah, the, crazy the analysis thing. is up top, and when we hang up with Brian, you go, what? You know what? I'm going to bed. Click. The, Y'all have fun. The crazy thing is... We actually did almost an hour of analysis of that game and the other games and the other of the round day. The league. Yeah, sure. But again, there are probably people who give you that, and if they do, you should, you should go there. That's never going to be me. I can't do it. I'm not good enough at it. I don't understand the nuance of the game well enough to do that. And the truth is, in here, in the second half, we were flipping around to other games. We were watching the end of Arkansas, Texas. We watched the end of Missouri, Kentucky, because we were we had a gambling interest in it. We were starting to flip to some other games. Yeah. The Ole Miss game stayed on, but it went on mute. Nothing against Richard Cross and the cat that he was doing the broadcast with. I'm sure they did a fine job in yeah. the fourth quarter. But at one point, we did hear them start talking about some society. That, <laughs> they were deep in the notes. And I said, point. man, you are so deep in the research now that I'm out. <laughs> and so that's the deal and so this saturday when Ole miss plays Tulane, i'm going to keep it really real here for one more minute then we'll get started Uh uh-huh the game starts at seven Tulane loves to throw it 
It might take a minute. The Tulane wide receivers coach is going to be a guest on our network of shows on Thursday afternoon. His daughter and my daughter are like really close friends. And so we're going to talk. And we'll talk about football. I promise. We'll talk about what it's been like for them to be in a hotel for a month. Have they gone home yet? Not yet. They still haven't gone home. They're still in Birmingham. So we'll talk about all these things. But on Saturday night, the line is 14. That's correct. Let's just say Ole Miss wins by the line, okay? Let's say that Vegas has this exactly right. Let's say Ole Miss beats Tulane by 14 points. We'll talk about it for a while. But the focus will shift pretty quickly to the next one, which is still 14 days away at that point. And the odds are, with the game ending at 11, by the time we go to calls at midnight, the odds are there's going to be drunk. Well, look, I mean, I'm just keeping it real. And so that, that 12 to 1 a.m. hour, if you want to listen to it, do. If you don't, don't. I promise my feelings won't be hurt. But the next day when you're like, man, that show sucked. If you're up at 1245 in, in the a.m. looking for hardcore football analysis of a 14-point or more game. God bless you. That's on you. Yeah. Well, here's what's funny about it. Again, you, you we, we start one way, you get both, you get everything, just hit the stop button. I'm going to continue to harp on that. But two, the two things that came out of that show that are actually memorable, because it is, it's a different kind of show. We're just watching football. We're talking. Frankly, it's why I don't like it as a podcast, because there's dead air. We're just sort of chilling. We're all watching TVs together with you guys while you're watching TVs. It's a lot going on. But the two most notable things that everybody's still talking about the next day from that show is not, you know what, Brian had a hell of a point about A&M and whomever that Colorado. It's that the Brad thing and whether or not he was a serial killer. And I apologize. We only know about one potential death. And two, <laughs> watching me criticize the Jacksonville State quarterback before he throws a 60-yard seed to beat Florida State on the last play of the game. Those are the only two things that were being discussed <laughs> yesterday as that game was playing out. Did you also see where they ran the same play three of the last four plays? Jacksonville State? Yeah, Dellinger had a story about – I think it was Dellinger. Maybe it wasn't. It was somebody. Um, had a story yesterday about it, and they they couldn't figure out we, – we talked about this in real time. They couldn't figure out what Florida State was doing with its safeties because they had them so close to the line of scrimmage and they weren't going deep and they weren't protecting that, yeah, three of the last four plays – he had the name of the play. I forget what it was was the same thing, and they were literally just trying to get that one-on-one outside with that wide receiver, and then on the last play, they do. The safety bites. He doesn't go back like they expected, and touchdown. Having played safety at a far more elementary level, the one thing I know on that play is deeper than deep. Deeper than the deepest man. How that happens is beyond me. What I love is the the Florida State offensive lineman who had clearly planned to propose. I, I think it was an offensive lineman. He okay. looked like, it looked like a big boy. He had clearly planned to propose to what I suppose was his girlfriend after the game. And so he just by God did it anyway. And there's the picture of him proposing to his girlfriend with Jacksonville State on the other end still celebrating. Now that's funny. Like the Jacksonville awesome. State's flag being planted as he's, as he's proposed. And one of, the, one of the tweets immediately after that is, it's going to be a long, long season, and there's no one I'd rather spend it with than you. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's and that's good. what I that, – that's see, to me, when people say, what do you like about college football? That, Some things like that. that yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not the football. 
Because sometimes the football is just not very good, yeah. which is one of the things that's endearing about the football. Yeah, every Saturday is a circus from 11 a.m. to midnight. It's a circus. Well, so like, we're waiting like, on the we're waiting on the elephants. Like I mean, that's, Sunday, that's, I watched Bengals. Who'd they play? Um, they won. They did win. Anyway, the Bengals are probably going to go five and twelve. Okay. And Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are really good players. Joe Mixon's a really good player. Mm-hmm. They play on the five win team. Yeah. So in the NFL, you're going to get good football for the most part. Like Browns Chiefs is a completely different, frankly, a completely different product than Jacksonville State, Florida State. Yeah. It's this they use a similar ball. It's the same thing but as it's hey, not watching Ole Miss game. and Austin P is a totally different game than watching Hatley and Amory play football of on Friday night. I mean, yeah. Of course. It, it's there is something we like about every le- Vikings, yeah. There's something we like about every Vikings. level of football. Well, the NFL we love precision in, in in those things. College is not about precision. There's no precision in college football. Oh, you're there for the it's, train wreck. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's all good. I mean, look, here's the truth. I mean, you're, people are talking about it. I'd rather that than dead silence. Um. But yeah, crazy day. Just those those couple things came out yesterday. Um, well, we'll finish this out, and we'll actually get into a little more hardcore football in a second after the first break. Who do you like out of that out of that class of wide receivers yesterday? First time, and I, I think like the modern era, that three first round wide receiver draft picks all caught touchdowns in the first game: Joe and Waddle, Devontae Smith, and Jamar Chase. Um, Chase, you like Chase the best? Yeah, I might. Th- I know he had technically the best day yesterday, and this speaks to the class, not to him. I think I might like Devontae Smith third. I th- I might like Waddle and Chase better. I think so. If I had to pick. And he's really good. But I tell you what, watching Chase yesterday as the primary target against the Vikings with a quarterback that's still clearly kind of getting back into it, sure. a little worried about the knee. and He's, 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 legit. he's the real deal. That 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 cat, you throw him into what left the twenty nineteen LSU team, mm-hmm. and you start to really get it. I mean, Burrow's a badass, and Chase is a Jamar Chase is a stud. I mean, a flat monster. Burrow makes everything more interesting. Him playing, him being held, it just it, there's a certain entertainment value to him that that makes everything more interesting. Well, he's got a it factor, yeah. That goes completely off the scale. Like the knee is not one hundred percent yet, not. but that cat made some throws, and that play they made to set up the game winner in overtime. That took stones on everybody's part. Fourth and an inch, and they run play action and hit like a twenty-five yard pass. Those are big ones. Now you can do that when you're probably going to go five and twelve. But if Burrow can stay healthy and you're a Bengals fan, you got a shot. Mm-hmm. Peyton was fourth down happy yesterday going for it. It's two on one drive, maybe another one. See, I didn't see any they of that were... game because we were studying world history in the that, that window. Mm-hmm. And then when I flipped over, it was 31-3. to three, And I was like, what? Yeah. And so I flipped to, to uh, Chiefs-Browns and watched the end of that. Yeah. And then I watched – Three quarters of Rams Bears. Yeah, where 
The Rams might be real. Well, I told you yeah. this about Matthew Stafford because yeah, he, as an NFC North guy. You've seen a little Stafford. He played on really bad football teams. They never surrounded him with weapons. Mm-hmm. Now he's got weapons, and he's got a defense on the other side, and he doesn't have to be perfect. He can throw it away and punt. He's still got a cannon. Oh, I mean, he's still, oh, I mean. Oh, he's got a monster of an arm. Yeah. And their defense is better than their offense. And uh-huh. so he doesn't have to he doesn't have to put a team on his back. He just gets to be part of the no, team. No, instead, he's the guy that puts even more pressure on teams. There's constant pressure on the opponents because of the defense to score and whatever. And every time Stafford gets hot, there's going to be a problem. I mean, the Rams, look, that division is hell. Yeah, there's no bad team. I mean, it's hell because the Cardinals beat the hell out of the Titans yesterday. Yeah. Um, but – well, Kyler Murray's a hell of a quarterback. Yeah, I mean they're. I mean Russell Wilson's a hell of a quarterback. The Forty ers are probably the worst team in that division. They're not a bad team at all. Oh, they're they're a legit playoff team. Yeah, so we'll see. No, the Saints dominated the line of scrimmage. That was the thing. I mean, we'll talk about Jameis later as the week goes on. And he did. He played well. He did not make mistakes. He did a lot of different things where Sean Payton's get a ton of credit for it. But their domination of Green Bay at the line of scrimmage was. I mean, something else. I mean, they ran for almost 200 yards in the first half, um, just controlled it. Tony Jones had a good game as much as I made fun of him last week. Kamara got loose a couple times. I mean, it was it was complete and utter demolition at the line of scrimmage yesterday with Saints Packers. And this is a hot take because he could go win the MVP tomorrow. Aaron Rodgers looked old yesterday. There was the first father time elements to Aaron Rodgers yesterday where, you know, look, he got frustrated and he was getting killed. But – it just didn't look completely normal for Aaron yesterday. There was some misses, some bad decisions. Lost cool more than I typically have seen him. He's got all that stuff going on in Green Bay with the off season and whether he's playing somewhere else and being sure. released. Frankly, he's probably catching hell for hosting Jeopardy during the off season to some extent. I mean, there's a lot going on there, but that was the most mortal I've ever seen him yesterday. I just did not think he played well. I did not think he was very good at all. Um, the Saints were great, but yeah, Rodgers just. Something to kind of put a star beside as the season moves forward there in Green Bay. Yeah, I well, mean, not their advantage is their div- their division's bad. Yeah, the Bears, they're going to win the division. The Bears are awful. This Andy Dalton thing, it doesn't work. No, there's you, and maybe Fields isn't ready. But if that's the case, then play him. Yeah, let him. Say, hey, listen, this is going to be a nightmare of a season for you, pal. But They're trying to do the Rodgers waiting on Favre to finish thing. We've seen it multiple times. I mean, even Green Bay, I guess, love to an extent right now. I mean, yeah. that's that's the the format that they're doing. But they played him on, like, what, the fourth play yesterday for a yeah, play? Yeah, they would run him in for a play here and a play there. and it's, That gets you no rhythm. That's it's doing cute, nothing. but that's not how you teach him how to be an NFL quarterback. No. And they're like, well, you know, Patrick Mahomes didn't play for a year. Okay, but. Mm-hmm. There's no Alex Smith here either. Yeah. So we'll talk plenty of NFL as we uh, move forward. We'll hit some lines. We'll talk about some games in a second. First, day about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. You're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, which allows you to lock in the current rate. But if rates go down before you close, you get the lower rate. 662 234 2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com.
The aforementioned postgame show brought to you by Walk-Ons. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salad. Quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro creates an environment that fosters growth and belonging for all. Where the team is bigger than the individual, where they exceed expectations and positively impact every community they serve. Think you have what it takes to bring people together and provide a memorable game day experience? Visit 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland to join their team today. Walk-On's Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant. We're also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE and get a 35% discount on any products from the site and free shipping on $100 uh, order or more. Muddy Water has several new products on the site, and the brand-new Muddy Water Lady Camo Apparel is out as well. So go to Muddy, Muddy Water Outdoors. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove. While you're entering Rebel Grove as a promo code, go to DeadSoxy, D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y.com, DeadSoxy.com. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout for 25% off your entire order, including... The uh, really popular, because they really look great, um, old, I can't call it the Ole Miss line. College line. There we go. Ole Miss line. Red and blue college line. Red and blue college line, where you click on the state of Mississippi, and that's what shows up. So, <laughs> yeah. It's awesome, though. You guys will like it. It's deadsoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE at checkout, 25% off your entire order. You don't have to commit to the full season to sign up for 7 South Services. They offer single-game packages. They still have av- availability for all six remaining home games, starting with Tulane on Saturday night. 7 South provides the equipment, secures the spot, sets everything up for you. They also offer unloading assistance and food beverage delivery on game day. These single-game packages are great for those only wanting to tailgate for a game or two. They start at two twenty-five per game for non-conference games and 325 per game for SEC games. To learn more, go to um, 662-321-1682 or 7southtailgating.com. And uh, the Grove is open for tailgating this fall. You saw the pictures to prove that. I'm sure a lot of you were in the Grove on Saturday. Game Changer Patch Company wants to help you prepare. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available on the market today to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink, and the overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to help recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Try the patches and uh, enter promo code REBELGROVE20, REBELGROVE20, for 20% off your purchase. Podcast also brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Go to the events page, see everything going on this week and every week with another home football weekend. Double decker bus tours, 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock on Friday afternoon. Get a ticket. If it's an adult ticket, you also get $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans. Tunes around town going around this weekend too. Friday, 5 to 7 for that. At least three locations for music around the square. So pick up some take some takeout, get some dessert and listen to uh, some tunes here in the Oxford area. Again, visit OxfordMS.com. So uh, looking at lines for the week, we'll jump into that. How did we do last week? We were all right around 500. Okay. Um, let's see. Got it. We here. don't dip below 500 very often. No, we had one of our one of our worst weeks. Did we? Yeah. 
Vanderbilt winning football games will do that to you. Yeah, that we we all took an L there. Uh, I went six and five. Okay, you went five and six. Jeffrey went five and six. Zach went three and eight. Oh, okay. So we're getting a little separation, at least. I mean, you know, I mean, bit. early on, it's all about like pole positioning and stuff. I mean, that's all yeah. really it's it, it's about. Zach, Zach, already five games. God, and that was pace. with me even getting state. Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, all right. So uh, football for the week kicks off on Thursday. Do we have a Thursday NFL game? I don't even know. Do we? This is a question that I'm not sure, but I can find the answer. Okay. While you're doing that, uh, Ohio plays Louisiana Lafayette at home. So, Billy Napier is on Thursday night, if people would like to check into that. Whomever the coach is at Ohio now, because it's not Frank Solich anymore, right? No, he retired. Yeah, so it's whomever is there. Uh, Friday night, if you want to watch a former Ole Miss opponent, just kind of get an idea of maybe how good Louisville is. Uh, Gus Malzahn is in Louisville, UCF Louisville on Friday night. That is a 6.30 kick, I'm assuming, on ESPN. You get Big Ten football, but maybe the worst Big Ten game you could potentially get. Well, no, sorry, Rutgers isn't involved. Maryland at Illinois is the late game on uh, on Friday night. Oof. That does nothing. I mean, even for Neil, that's not a head-turner. So We get uh, Giants and Washington football team on Thursday night. Ugh. 7.20 on the NFL Network. We'll have that on. I might rather watch here. Ohio and Lafayette. Well, we can make that happen, I mean, too. I mean, we have two TVs. I know. Oh, God, that's terrible. A uh, couple uh, FCS games this week in the SEC. Kentucky plays Chattanooga. They'll win that one. Uh, Tennessee plays Tennessee Tech. So the ball plays Missouri. Don't, don't leave that one out. Well, God. I haven't gotten to that okay, one on my, on my list. Uh, Tennessee will move to 2-1 and one this week. I mean, just racing toward bowl eligibility there in Knoxville for the Vols. Uh a game that would be really cool 40 years ago. Nebraska is at Oklahoma at 11 o'clock on uh, Saturday morning. Nebraska getting uh, 22 in Norman on uh, on Saturday. I'll lay them. It feels like a lay. Um, Oklahoma was good and pissed off last Saturday. I know they played a crap team, but they won 76 to nothing um, in their game on uh, on Saturday Yeah, that's morning. a sign of sheer anger. Yeah, because it, it, it's a bad week. In when Norman. you cross 50 and you're still scoring, that's that, that's that's trying to, to, to get a little uh, little sedated there <laughs> in you um, at that point. Uh, Texas A&M playing New Mexico. Um, that's the Lobos, not the Aggies, right. uh, this weekend. So A&M not playing Eli Johnson and Don Decker, playing the other New Mexico team. A and M a twenty eight point favorite in uh, in that one. Both New Mexico teams are not very good. Uh, Coastal Carolina. This is one. Frankly, they played with their food against Kansas and did not look very good last week. I did not think they are on the road in what's at least a losable game. They're at Buffalo this weekend. Okay. Um, ten and ten and a half there. So if you're interested in top twenty five action, the Chanticleers are uh, in Buffalo against the Bulls. Uh, Michigan State Miami is a non con Big Ten ACC game this week. Miami giving six to the uh, to the Spartans. Let's see what we got. Uh, Virginia Tech, West Virginia, a Power Five non-conference game this week. Do those teams hate each other, or is that kind of whatever? Is there any rivalry in that at all? Yeah, I'm sure there's something, but I, I've never gotten that. The doesn't sense feel that, like one though, does it? I've never gotten the sense that that's just pure hate. Yeah, that's not like Pittsburgh, West Virginia. No, that's hate. That's hate. Yeah. Okay. But it's pretty, like really close, right? How how close are those two teams? Because didn't you fly into Pittsburgh when you went to Morgantown? I did, yeah. Uh, Morgantown's less than two hours from Pittsburgh. Okay. I'm trying to think how far Blacksburg would be from Morgantown. It would be a few hours. Would it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, interesting game here. Kind of curious. I feel like there's a little bit of, not pressure on Tom Allen, but I think they need a good showing in this game. Indiana hosting Cincinnati um, this weekend. 
Cincinnati last uh, Saturday already had the Big 12 logo on their flag, and that took like eight hours. <laughs> and that felt like one of those where you get the answer you want, and you shut up and then paste it everywhere. So there's no... Yeah, like we're, we're branded now. Like y- y'all are in. Like we're going to make this so complicated for y'all to backtrack out of this. At no this take point. backs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is the ultimate. They're at the table. They get the yes. You, put, you, you pack up and you get out of the room. I'm done asking questions after the yeah. yes at that point. We will see you whenever we get yeah. to start. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Here's the address to send the check. Yeah. Um, that was it. Was I, when that Jacksonville State story um, about beating Florida State. Another little tidbit there is that, I mean, it's a running joke because it was even a question in our stream. People that aren't overly familiar with OVC football or sports or whatever, where Jacksonville is, because most people probably watching that game thought it was Jacksonville, Florida, not Jacksonville, Alabama. Right. And uh, he said that to the point that the AD gets even like compensation checks for other people mailed to them by accident. Really? Said that he got like a $400,000 check or something that was supposed to go to Jackson State for playing some Power 5 team. And he was like, well, obviously didn't cash it. But they, 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 typically, they, they literally get mail that is meant for Jackson State or even the University of Jacksonville, which oh, yeah. is in Florida, that nobody has any idea who who's who. So... For all the uh, the frustration about state and Ole Miss, you got that if you are uh, if you're Jacksonville State. Uh, let's see, Minnesota, Colorado is this week. There will not be a lot of offense in that one. Colorado is a one and a half point favorite against the Gophers. Their their offense is just deplorable. Their defense is okay. Yeah, I think somebody said in the stream a minute ago that Colorado is averaging barely a hundred yards per game passing. How does that happen in twenty twenty one? Because it's not even like the cute, we're going to go against the grain to try to win. You know what I mean? Like a, It's not like you're a triple option offense where you said, we're going to do something different and make you prepare for us. They just suck. Yeah. I mean, I felt bad for the quarterback because he tried. Well, sure. But they were dominated at the line of scrimmage. They were. They, and that's where A&M's really good, they are. by the way. A&M's got... A&M has a del- an elite defensive front, which is the one thing that potentially saves them from some disasters. And we talked about this Saturday when we were, or when I was a couple bourbons in. I still, I'm, I'm, I'm no bourbons in right now, and I think A&M's in some trouble. I, yeah, they, they, they. I mean, they their feel relatively flawed for what their expectation is. The media there is spinning it. And Spiller's really good. But they're okay up front, and now they're down a quarterback. Look, they got tough games this on their doesn't, schedule. I, you hate this a lot more than I do. But here's the other deal with A&M is until they do it, I just don't believe in it. They're supposed to be good up for years and decades, and they never are. There's always something that goes wrong. We always so, hype them. In the same way that people hype Texas, and then Texas is Texas. Yeah, I'm out. I'm, I'm, till, till they prove it, I have no interest. Um, Purdue and Notre Dame, whatever. Georgia Tech, Clemson, whatever. Yeah. Alabama and Florida, 2.30 this uh, this week. Alabama obviously gets Ole, or Ole Miss gets Alabama next up after Tulane. The Tide, a 16-point favorite in Gainesville this, uh, this weekend. Okay, I've got it at 15, but yeah. Okay. What's it early? You lay in? Lay in. It's Alabama. I'm laying points. Florida looked like crap in the second half. They looked pretty good in the first half against a terrible team and then looked absolutely atrocious in the second half. Yeah, on, I mean, uh, they, they, they've generally just this year been good. Yeah. They're good. 
but they're not nothing about them screams. They're not Alabama good. Oh no. I don't think they're Ole Miss good. Yeah. They're kind of blah. Yeah, they're solid. They yeah. don't do anything bad. Mm-mm. Frankly, there's things about Kentucky I like better. There's things about Arkansas I like better. Florida doesn't really have an identity yet. Mm-mm. Uh, coming off their loss to Stanford, USC is in Pullman this weekend. Eight o'clock. Eight. eight uh, sorry, eight point line on that one. USC giving eight to the um, Washington State Football Club. Uh, Baylor and Kansas. That'll put the tails on the seats this weekend in Oof. in Lawrence. Oof. Hope they got <laughs> basketball practice. Should, they should frankly take the basketball teams and play a scrimmage. Yeah, like that, yeah, that's yeah. frankly what they should do to that. Kind of like they're, you know, I think Florida and Georgia are doing like the baseball inter squad. Like you know what I mean? The same weekend as the uh-huh. football game. Yeah, Baylor and Kansas really go. Hey, can we get some hoops going? Like we'll just play a pickup game. Are they going to play the baseball in Jacksonville? I don't know. I, I, I want to say it was Florida Georgia. They're doing some sort of baseball thing around that that football weekend. I don't know well, if they play it in Jacksonville. That's brilliant. That would be like the Suns Park yeah, or whatever sure, they're called. No, it's it's the uh, what are they called now? They used to be the Jacksonville Suns. I don't know what they are now. Uh, I feel like that that got changed. Uh, Ohio State will get healthy against Tulsa this weekend. Twenty five and a half as a line on that one. Got a brain bowl in Durham this weekend. Northwestern at Duke. Saw that. Northwestern only giving three. That 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 would might be my lock of the week because Duke sucks. Northwestern's going to beat Duke by more than three. Yeah, I saw that line, and I wondered, did Northwestern lose a quarterback yeah, or something? Yeah, something's got to be weird there, because otherwise I don't understand that at all, because Northwestern's at least okay. Duke is bad. Really, really, really bad. Um, Arkansas playing Georgia Southern this week, 23-and-a-half in Fayetteville is the uh, is the line on that one. Colorado State, fresh off their loss to Vanderbilt. That getting, feels like uh, a big line, by the way. 23-and-a-half. Arkansas almost it's going to start- be a quick game. Both teams are going to run the ball. Yeah, Arkansas feels like they're probably headed for a bit of a emotional letdown after Saturday and then before Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. You get sandwiched between two big rivalry emotional Yeah, 31-13 to 13 wouldn't shock anybody. No. Yeah, something like that. Mississippi State is at the Liberty Bowl in Orange Mound this week. Memphis um, getting three points to, from the Bulldogs. Opened at four, now at three. That's where uh, this one's at. I don't have any feel on that. None. Mississippi State. I, I don't know anything about Memphis at all. No. Like, just nothing. Mississippi State had one terrible week, followed by a pretty good week. I don't know. They still have offensive issues, even though they dominated North Carolina State over the weekend. What that means. But their defense is pretty good, apparently, against one-dimensional teams. Sure. And I'm not sure NC State has a dimension. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know anything about Memphis at all. No, I don't The know. guy's done a pretty good job there, and they've been a pretty steady program for a little while. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, Arkansas State is in Seattle this week at Washington. Oh, yeah, good for them. Yeah. Hugh Freeze is giving 26 points to Old Dominion this weekend. This is why I don't do this Liberty thing. Because he played a close game against some nobody over the weekend, right? Who yeah, they play? Uh, Who'd they play? I don't remember. But they they didn't beat them bad. Yeah, it was fairly close, whomever it was. I don't remember who it was. Uh, your SEC game this week, or at least I guess maybe the only one, I don't know. South Carolina is – no, two. South Carolina at Georgia this Liberty, week. Liberty beat Troy. That's right. 21-13. to 13. That's right. Okay? Yeah. Troy. And I'm sure Troy's fine, but it's Troy. And so when we do this thing about, boy, he's built this mega power – Stop. 
No, he hasn't. He has a good team, and they win most of their games. He's a good group of five team, and he has a good quarterback. He has a good quarterback. Yeah. They do beat up on a lot of teams they play. But they played Troy. Yeah. Georgia giving 30 to the Gamecocks in Athens this weekend. Georgia just mauled UAB um, on Saturday because, as you said, defense travels. They have not given up a touchdown yet this season. Uh, South Carolina's a bad football team. They're bad. They're playing hard, but they they're, they're in trouble. I felt good for them getting a win in East, in East Carolina on Saturday. but if, if Georgia's locked in, this is a blowout. It is. Liberty's schedule, by the way, over the next few weeks. Sure. Old Dominion, as you mentioned, at Syracuse. Woo! At UAB, okay, I mean, cool, but yeah. Middle Tennessee, at Louisiana Monroe, okay. at North Texas, hosting UMass. So when, yeah, when they're undefeated and they come to Ole Miss, everybody goes, oh my God, oh my God, look, yeah. South Carolina would run that table. Yeah. Missouri would run that table. No, no, seriously. Tennessee. I'm going to name SEC teams that would run that table starting at the bottom because you know the obvious ones would. It's everybody but Vanderbilt. Mississippi State would run that table. It's everybody but Vanderbilt. Yeah. You can stop. Yeah, Arkansas runs that table like all day. Kentucky destroys that table. Yeah. They don't score. Mississippi State's undefeated in that schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No question about it. Yeah, because they would out-athlete them offensively and defensively. And yeah, Mississippi State would go to Syracuse and win. Yeah, sure. Arkansas would go to Syracuse and win. Kentucky would go to Syracuse and be playing the backups in the mid- late third quarter. Yeah. Speaking of Troy, Will Sorry. Hall gets them this week. Southern Miss getting eight and a half in Hattiesburg against uh, against Troy. Uh, let's see what else we uh, got. LSU at home against Central Michigan, playing Jim McElwain's club. From a betting line standpoint, nineteen and a is, half here. Yeah, I've got it at twenty and a half, but this is pretty interesting. LSU's got some issues. They're going to win the game, but that's a lot of points. Central Michigan's okay. Kind of comes down You're to, taking Central Michigan? I'm not taking them to win the game. We got to cover. But if you give me 20 and a half points, I'm thinking about it. Okay. I covered Missouri. They did. They played pretty well. So. I'm not sure who – if you had me bet today who's better, Missouri or LSU. Mm, I don't know. I'd have, think, I'd have to really yeah. think about it. Look at the rest of the lines here in a second. First, about Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, service people across rural communities. 100 Mbps. That's the Ignite, the Blaze, the One Gig, the Powers, the Clark Ford Studio. Either package there, nespark.com. Your hometown team bring you world class broadband. 662-238-3159. Phone services available. Parental controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender, and more. So call the office for details. Again, that's 662-238-3159. ACS is owned by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. Established in 2013, Automation and Control Systems LLC is a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, 
Square D, and many other manufacturers. For more information or to get in touch with them, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell are Ole Miss graduates. They utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. If you want to learn more about Sam and B.B., get in touch with them at 601-586-3220. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand-tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi, one size fits one at bluedeltajeans.com. Go to their uh, virtual tailor at bluedeltajeans.com. You can be measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple of minutes, and Blue Delta will make sure you're looking great for football season. Go to bluedeltajeans.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE, that's all lowercase, one word, REBELGROVE, at checkout and get 10% off your entire order. Also brought to you by Lamons. Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for us more than 73 years. From engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more, it's the gold standard in fine jewelry. You can check them out at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Podcast also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air. Comer is the name you can trust. They also go to Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. It's the same company, just different names. If you're in the Oxford, Tupelo surrounding area, call Comer. If you are in uh, DeSoto County, Hernando, that area, Memphis, get in touch with the people at Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, 662-801-1777. And we're brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com, plus you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you are tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day, the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Podcast also brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates. That's nickstanoxford.com. You can go to the website, click the link in my signature, or in the weekly 321 content item that's later today or in the morning for uh, for that one. Nick's Tan, Clay DeWeese, Keith Graham, and their team of associates, 662-281-1200. Whether it's on the buy side or the sell side, let them take care of your real estate needs. I've used them multiple times in both situations. So, again, nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. So, Dylan said this to me a minute ago. I had no idea, and I don't know how prominent, maybe, maybe most schools do this, and I just don't know it. Because I know Ole Miss has used the same helmets for multiple color helmets. The powder blue and the white were the same helmet. Do you know that Michigan's helmet is technically a gold helmet? No. They paint it blue. Really? And then put the gold stuff on it. Like, I'm a little, like, amazed as I'm staring here right now. Huh. I had no idea. I give them credit. Their helmet's awesome. They have a great helmet. Yeah. I like nothing else about them whatsoever. But yeah, they for do some reason, a, I don't like Michigan, but they have a great helmet. I don't like Texas, but I love their helmet. I sent it to you. Okay. Oh, how about that? I would have never guessed. It's like a yellow helmet. It's not even gold. It's yellow. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. No, I had no clue. 
How about that? So, anyway, just a little something there. Uh, Virginia and North Carolina this week. Did uh, did Longo win on Saturday? North Carolina yeah. get back off the schneid? Yeah, they're, they're back. Everything's back. Okay, they're good. Yeah, they played a bad team. Oh, okay. He beats bad teams. He destroys them. I mean, Longo does scheme up some bad teams. If you could let them just play Liberty schedule. North Carolina. How will take the Heisman's his? I mean, rough, rough shot over everybody. Oh, they would destroy him. Well, until, you know, looking until back. Until they got to the 1AA playoffs and played somebody. Looking back, it was one of the most revealing nights ever, while also, I, I don't even know what my, my thoughts were in, in, in the moment, but... I think we broke it. Whatever. When Longo was known to be the hire, I don't, did we break that story? I don't know. I feel like yes, we did. Yes, we um, did. We broke it. So when Longo <laughs> was – That night we wished we had That's hadn't. what I'm saying. That night, okay, they're playing James Madison. They are getting railed by the Dukes in this FCS playoff game. Yeah. He was at Sam Houston at the time. Yep. And it's the perfect storm for mass chaos inside the fan base because – Everybody was at damn holiday parties. Yeah. So all these TVs are on at holiday parties. Everybody's drinking and watching the football, and they are just getting annihilated. Yeah. And social media and the message boards were going, <laughs> what in the hell is going on here? Yeah. This is the offensive coordinator. <laughs> because the only logical explana- explanation is, oh, Freeze hired a guy because he's then going to take it from him and look like the genius in a few weeks. Like, that was the only even logical thing anybody could come up with. Not only was that logical. It was the truth. (laughs) It was accurate. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) Occam's razor. (laughs) Just go with it. So I think they would have backed out of it, but the contract was signed. Oh, you think they'd have backed out after that game? Yeah, it was – I, you I, think that would have been like this thing going, oh. I was told that it was like, really? oh, that they had an O-S-H-I-T weekend. What have we done? You maximize like six plays, and you run those plays over and over and over <laughs> again. That's what you do. It's like Malcolm Gladwell around this thing. I mean. I remember Longo saying, hey, it only takes us like two days to install the offense. I'm like, in this league? <laughs> Cat. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, you, you do know you play people who can like close gaps and stuff. There's linebackers who can run. There's edge dudes in this league. Yeah. Just a huge game this week. Six thirty. Um, I'm excited to watch it while I'm also watching Ole Miss and Tulane. Auburn at Penn State this week. We oh. finally get a look at the Tigers. We can see because I I don't know. I mean, you're you're seeing. I don't think they know. Smart people that do the power rankings. I mean, I'm watching. I'm, I'm reading tons of power ranking stuff yesterday, and Auburn's like anywhere from three to nine because we have no idea what it means that they are beating the absolute hell out of bad teams. They look great doing it. Yeah. They've played two cupcakes, and they have absolutely sliced them. Yeah. Gobbled them up. They probably don't know. Now they got to have some confidence right now. Penn State's good. Penn State's a good defensive team. They're fine. They beat Wisconsin. Grind, how are we feeling about this? What do we think? What is Auburn right now? Just kind of curious. Uh, So that's fascinating to me. Penn State giving six and a half, by the way, in this one to the, uh, the Tigers. I feel like I'm just taking the points in this. I know nothing about either team, but I feel like I just take Auburn if you're going to give me a touchdown, and I'll I'll ride with it and see what happens. I, I feel pretty confident that's at least what I'm going to do from a pick standpoint. Take the points. Just I think I'll so. take my touchdown and see what happens. I think so. I mean, I, I I will I will bet that Penn State does not blow Auburn out, and then I have a chance to win the game. Yeah. Um, Stanford on the road in Nashville after they uh, they beat up. 
SC. SC over the weekend. Slovis was awful for uh, for the Trojans. They got dominated the line of scrimmage. Stanford minus twelve only against Vanderbilt on the road. Yeah, I got it at eleven. I'm laying them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Vanderbilt might have a letdown after that huge win <laughs> in Port Collins over the weekend. So, how bad is Colorado State? I mean, we watched it. They're awful. Is the is the average academic resume higher Stanford Vanderbilt game or Duke Northwestern? It's Stanford Vanderbilt, right? Yeah, I think so. But I think it's marginal. But I, I think you're right. Ole Miss and Tulane. Which which of said. those games is more obnoxious from a hanging out with the alums standpoint? Stanford Vandy or Duke Northwestern? I think it's Stanford Vandy simply because Stanford is involved. Okay. Right. I think so. I think that's the answer. Is I bet Stanford is really annoying. I'm, I'm going to say that Northwestern nor Duke are as frustrating to deal with people as, as Stanford. I could be wrong. But, yeah. Um, Odd Shark projecting a 41-32 Ole Miss win over Tulane. The line is 14, as we uh, as we said. Yeah. I Vegas, however, wants nothing to do with uh, money lines. They are putting this out of reach, and they're frankly begging you to take Tulane and lose money here on a money line. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss's money line is minus five fifty, and okay. Tulane's money line is plus five hundred. So if you bet a hundred on wow. the wave, you can win five hundred bucks. That's two. That, that is Vegas going. We don't know. Well, no, it's going. Hey, we're going to make it. We we no. It's saying we think Ole Miss is going to win. Right. So if you want to load up and pay us on Tulane, have at it because we're going to dangle a huge carrot out here for you. Oh, where, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually them going. No, we're going to let you ride on the wave, and then Ole Miss is going to beat them by two and a half touchdowns, and we're going to collect your money. I think that's actually what Vegas you're is right. saying. You're right. I stand corrected. Yeah, because mm-hmm. a line, you're trying to get equal money, but on money line, you're trying to convince one the public to do right. something stupid. Right. And I feel like what they're trying to convince the public to do right now is take Tulane. And and they're making the Ole Miss money line so bad that why would you even do it to start with? Like, there's no, there's no cost-benefit there. So I think that's what's going on there. But 14 is the line for uh, for Ole Miss and Tulane. 500 just seems higher than plus 14 is why I'm saying this. Like, that feels too far. It's not 5-1 to one with a 14-point line. You know what I mean? That feels like 22 points on a 500. But I have a hard time coming up with a scenario where Tulane wins the yeah. game. They can scare them. They can hang around. Like if Pratt you told can me, look really good. Yeah, if you told me Tulane lost by 10, I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah, I get sure. it. Sure. Because, I mean, Ole Miss hasn't been super tested yet. No, of course not. Texas back uh, in Austin this weekend. Talk about a game that no one will give two dams about. They play the Rice Owls this weekend. Ooh. Minus 25 and a half for the Longhorns Ooh. over the Owls this weekend. Texas and Rice look at each other and go, we both lost to Arkansas. Yeah. And Rice goes, we were more competitive. Rice goes, we were in the game. Yeah. They had you a real right. shot there for a minute. Yeah, well, Rice played. Late third quarter, it was it a was game. Rice competed with, with uh, Arkansas. Texas really did not. Mm-mm. Louisiana Monroe plays Jackson State this weekend. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. Where's that game? Uh, Monroe, probably. Yeah. 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 Oklahoma State, Boise State this weekend. Boise State giving four to the Cowboys in Idaho. That's not a bad game. There's an Arizona State BYU game that's pretty good. Arizona State minus two and a half in Provo this weekend. That'll be, we'll turn that on for the second half. Yeah. 9 15 kick there for uh, for that one. Mm hmm. Iowa State UNLV is a 9.30 start in Vegas this weekend. Yeah. 30 is the line there. UNLV is not good. No. Iowa State's, and Iowa State's pretty good. A sneaky game here that 
we're going to know the outcome, but not the worst game to have on while we're talking. UCLA-Fresno State is oh, on yeah. Saturday night. 9.45 kick for uh, for that one. I'm kind of high on the Bruins. And then if we want to watch San Jose State win a football game at 11.30, they have a kick on the islands. San Jose, San Jose State, Hawaii at 11.30. Watch the NFL Saturday quarterback. Night. Starkle will get drafted. Yeah. He will get an opportunity. So those are your games over the course of uh, – course of the week you had uh no i'm not purposely avoiding saints talk we had a little saints talk yeah um you had clear lines of demarcation this week in your in your sec rankings you feel like we're getting tiers established now yeah because i got past alabama georgia and i went what do i do now i mean there's how do you evaluate the difference today between ole miss and auburn Ole Miss in Florida, um, Ole Miss in Kentucky. Even how do you how do you know? I put Ole Miss there because they've got Corral, and he's freaking great so far this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of like played almost perfect football. Yeah, I'll take best quarterback. And but if you told me I was wrong, I get it. I mean, Auburn appears to really be able to run the ball. Kentucky's better than Ole Miss on defense, I think. I think. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and then there's there's a line at there's there's a group at the bottom: Carolina, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Missouri's above them, but below the others. I don't really know where to put like where do you put LSU right now? Where do you put Arkansas right now? Where do you put where do you where do you really put Texas A and M right now? When you get away from the preseason hype and look at what they are. Very good on defense. Yeah. Not so good on offense. Where do you where do they you look a little prehistoric other than Spiller right now? So. Yeah. I mean, like next week, Arkansas, Texas A and M is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. LSU, Mississippi State and Starkville. interesting. It's really interesting. It's a good week for Ole Miss just to be off and fans can go, hey, I'm just going yeah. to check out some football today. Everything else is kind of a blowout. But those two games? Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's the, weird, that's the great part about college football, too, is that before the season you would have said, man, A&M is going to kill Arkansas and LSU is going to smoke LSU. Mississippi State. I mean, Mississippi State. And I'm not comfortable going there now. No. On either one of those. I think A&M beats Arkansas because I think just all in all they're better and they can make Arkansas one-dimensional and I'm not sure Jefferson can do it. But then I watch Arkansas run for 300 and something yards and I think Arkansas's pretty good on defense and they yeah. can stay in the game. Yeah. And then you look at Mississippi State and LSU and I, I want to see State at Memphis. But what if State can – what if they can pick them apart on in the passing game again? Mm-hmm. What if LSU can't run on Mississippi State? Suddenly, it's a- suddenly it's a close game, and then the home crowd and all that stuff kicks in. Uh, let's see. Somebody asked me what the money line was on Jacksonville. It wasn't crazy because Vegas was not going to let you make hay there because they hate Florida State. But at the same time, they were making sure you made no money off Florida State at all. They gave Florida State a four thousand uh, money line, meaning you would win four thousand dollars if you uh, bet a hundred. And on Jacksonville State, they only gave you twelve hundred, so you won twelve hundred bucks on a hundred dollar bet with uh, Jacksonville State over the weekend. If you wanted to bet on a spread, it was twenty six and a half with the Knowles and the uh, the Gamecocks there. So 
Uh, let's see. Tulane. Tulane beat Morgan State, which was a horrific FCS team over the yes. weekend. Uh, 69 to something, I There's think. There's nothing to be read into that. I mean, they're awful. Um, yes. I read somewhere Morgan State has not had a winning record since 2014. They played it in front of like 2,000 people at Legion Field. It was like 2,200 people. I mean, poor guys. Like, it just oh, sucks. It sucks. Sure. I hope they get home soon. Like, I, I thought that they would be about ready to leave. I mean, power has gotten back on some different things. I was hoping that, which some of them, I, mean, I don't think Tulane's doing academic stuff back in person until like 1st of October. I think that's like true. October 10th, October 12th. I could be dead wrong here, and I'll mm-hmm. find out later this week. Yeah. But I don't think they're going back for another week. Okay. Yeah, I follow it enough. I mean, it's not anywhere near like Neil's Iowa thing, but I guess with New Orleans, I'm, I'm like a pseudo Tulane fan a little bit, so I keep up with Oh, there you go. With, with, yeah, well, that'll be obvious on Saturday. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm, the, the garb I'm planning to wear. Yeah. I mean, you, you haven't seen the level of Green Wave stuff that I have in, in store for Saturday night. I mean, there's, uh, we got a chance at just lots of powder blue. Although I get a sense that Ole Miss will go red tops. I bet it's red tops on, on gray Saturday. pants. Yeah, appease the yeah yeah. Because I was, I was talking to my buddy. I was talking to my buddy on Twitter from Tulane over in the week, and they're like, "Hey, we'll get you some Tulane stuff or whatever." And somebody was like, "Hey, man," was like, "Yeah," because they play. I was like, well, "Okay, hold on. Like, can't do that this week. Like, we're not gonna be able to. We can't can't do that." But I would love some some garb. Uh, you also between. Hotty toddy and hullabaloo, you get two of the longer chants in college football. You get two really, really long cheers that don't seem to stop um, over the course of... Uh... Yeah, if you drop somebody from another planet <laughs> into Oxford to listen to those two cheers, they'd be like, what in the hell? Uh, hullabaloo might be the... Of the ones I know, I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of college cheers that I just don't know because we cover this area of the country. Hullabaloo and Bada Gitta are the two that I just frankly don't understand when I hear them half the time. Like, even probably more so than Hottie Toddy. Like, I just, it. Yeah, the first time I heard Bada Gitta as a beat writer, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I, I don't... And then when I knew all the words, I was like, I've been on this beat too long. But it's catchy enough that you. You can't help but hear it. Yeah. Like, with Tulane, I've said this a thousand times, you learn it because at baseball. And I've covered a lot of Tulane baseball for some reason over the course of the last twenty years, is that they do it almost after every hit and almost every run scored. So it's constant. That would wear me out. I mean, it's just non freaking stop with Tulane baseball. And it's a one, a two, a hell of a hullabaloo, a hullabaloo, ray ray, a hullabaloo, ray ray, hooray, hooray, vars vars T A, T A, T A, Vars Vars T A, Tulane. Listen much. to that like 47 no. times over the course of, I mean, yeah. So just prepare thyself because I do think Tulane will score a few points on Saturday. What's Tulane's fight song? Do they have a fight song? I don't know. Okay. No, 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 no clue. That's the only Tulane cheer that I'm overly aware of. I mean, we can find out. I'm sure I mean, I'm sure they've got one. I just can't place it. Like you, the really good fight songs, you think about them, you know them. Uh, yeah, like, I, I don't know the. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it here, but I don't know the. Uh, they all have pretty much the same lyrics. Like every fight song essentially has the same lyrics. Yeah, because they? they all got written. We're all holding lines. Yeah, and things, well, they got so. written back in the days when you know was, everybody was playing kind of the wing T. Like. Okay, it's not. I had one here, but it's not really letting me play it the way I, I'm into. So anyway, I don't. I don't know. 
Uh, we'll talk a little more NFL. Again, Tuesdays, for anybody who's new, we, our numbers are up, so there actually could be some new people that aren't used to listening to us every single day. Tuesday is typically when we do a lot of NFL. A um, couple reasons for that. We talk college heavy on Mondays, and also the Monday night game has been played. We can look yeah. at standings and things along those natures. Tomorrow we, we will break down yeah. Raver, Ravens Raiders in a way that nobody else will. I mean, we'll make so many different takes off week one in the NFL. Um <laughs> <laughs> that yeah so anyway just heads up that's sort of the way the schedule works that's what we uh we do yeah it's, it's a good point Avery. I, I don't expect many two lane fans i mean i just don't see how they will fill up much of anything on saturday but maybe we'll see what was the crowd for Ole miss the other night i never saw one announced it looked okay um about what i thought i mean the grove looked pretty full the pictures that i saw if you said guess the attendance i would have guessed very very high 40s maybe into a 50 maybe somewhere in there is it bad that I get almost gleefully joyful seeing like the pictures of the full tailgates and the full stadiums? It makes me it just makes me happy because I think A, it tells me football's back, and B, I think of all the people who are triggered and it makes me happy that they're triggered. Well, and I mean it's in I mean was both we know so many people who by God, that's what you know, that that's their Saturdays. I look forward to that all year, and I mean you lose that for a year sure. where you didn't get it at all in twenty twenty. I mean I, mean, I was joking with Keith Carter about that. I mean, the other day when we talked to him for the show was, I mean, yeah, it's lanes, but there had not been a walk of champion since Keith was announced as AD. Yeah. Like, and it feels like that was four years ago with everything that happens. I mean, it feels like. So what they do, the they AD. just created a wider lane for them. I think, I think they kept people off of them a little more, but yeah, otherwise I think it was completely normal or nothing, nothing different at all. So Podcast brought to you in part by Tyson Drugs and G&M Pharmacy. G&M there on South Lamar in Oxford. Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync to fill your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. Get the medicine you need when you need it, whether it's one pickup or one delivery. So to find out more, 662-236-2222. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle. They're based in Madison, Mississippi. They represent clients in more than 20 states. They have advisors in multiple states as well. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They have a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles, great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. He's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Um, give John some parameters. Give him a budget. He'll give you options that you're not going to find on your own. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. I'll have a mailbag up on Wednesday. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. And you can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Podcast also brought to you by Service Specialist with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, uh, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, you should contact Service Specialist 
if you're a uh, recent grad without much experience, reach out to service specialists. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Look, Mississippi's a small state. Service specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. So if you're looking to hire quality talent for your company, Service Specialist has names and resumes ready for your perusal. If you're thinking about looking for a new job or you're looking to relocate to Mississippi, but you have some confidentiality concerns, call Service Specialist. No referral fees for those searching for a job either. You have nothing to lose. So call Service Specialist at 662-832-5138 or go to Service Specialist ltd.com also brought to you by alpha specialties located at 1670 highway 80 in pearl mississippi they are your trailer specific professional if you want to haul it they can call it at alpha they have the premium trailer dealership in mississippi they've got load trail they've got hallmark cargo trailers they can even work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built just for you alpha of ms.com or 601-932-9798 I'm going to be talking to uh, Chase Campbell a little later today. We'll have that up to you Tuesday, Wednesday, somewhere in there. It's brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, it's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, and more at The Rogue. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And brought to you by Joey Erickson at Heron Gear Chevrolet. Let Joey help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy vehicles or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. 662-571-2367. Or go by and see him at 1685 High Street in Jackson. Uh, let's see. Uh, 10 thoughts are up. Snap counts are up as well. Um, Ole Miss did a much better job. Kind of, no, not really a better job. They got people off the field. I think offensively the most snaps played by anybody other than Bryce Ramsey because they were really low in center with Orlando yeah. Amato out with 60, and those were Corral and the other offensive linemen. They played 60. Ely really on a snap count only played 14 snaps on Saturday oh, wow. night against Austin P. Um, what Parrish play? Parrish was the most of any running back, 34. Um, okay. let's see, Snoop Connor, 21, Bullock, 21. Okay. Parrish, 34. Um, Melton got 24 snaps. Acker got 24 snaps. They got a little bit of work there out of that backup offensive line to get some reps, um, during the course of it. Um, Bryce Ramsey played 79 again, because they're just low at center with a mono, yeah. a mono out. Uh, yeah. Carter Colquitt played the other five at the position. It's my understanding, by the way, that Orlando Amano will play on Saturday. Yeah. He just. Five days. They were being smart. Yeah. Um, Demarcus Thomas got his first action of the uh, the year. Braylon Brown got his first action. He played five snaps. Miles Battle. Uh, he didn't play, yes. Yep. Um, J.J. Henry, Quay Davis at least got in the game some. Yeah. Um, Dennis played 19. Um, he had at least a miscue on the route there at one point. Um, yeah, they just they need him to be something and so far. Just not there right now. Uh yeah, Miles Battle played forty one snaps on Saturday. Yeah, he was he was not available against Louisville. Okay. Keydron and Otis played the most on defense, sixty apiece out of eighty five. Um, They're both really good players. Chance played six played fifty six, Finley fifty five, Sam Williams forty nine, and then on the Keys list. play. Keys played let's see. 
31. Okay. Yeah. That's where I've, uh, where I've got him. Mark says Ely was on crutches in the second half. I mean, here's the thing. It's just almost impossible to get injury stuff. Okay, I didn't see that. I didn't I mean, see I, that. Yeah. We'll we'll dig into it. He's going to get asked about it today. He typically doesn't answer those questions. So you have to be you have to carefully dig into the program a little bit. And mm-hmm. that takes some time. Someone says he hurt an ankle in the first quarter. Okay. I mean, I'll take your word for it. Uh oh, actually I had this I had the wrong number on this. Keys did not play. Oh, Keys didn't play. Keys did not play. Okay. Wait, I think he got banged up against Louisville. I thought Keys got banged up against Louisville. Maybe for some so. Reason. Yeah. For some yeah. reason, I thought that. So yeah, I had the wrong number. Keys did not get in the uh, in the game. Uh, let's see. I don't know as much as I've covered TCU because I've actually covered TCU in multiple sports, or actually all three major sports. I don't know anything about their fan base or their chance or anything. I do not recall them from the uh, the Peach Bowl that that evening. The loud media members were all I remember from the Peach Bowl that day. Yeah, I don't. I mean, the media members were trying to do that TV show behind us, and were incredibly loud. Oh yeah, they, they were, were loud. Again. They were very excited, and they were they were having a big day. My patience had been tested earlier in the day with the whole yours 40, have been t- forty Eric Winter stuff. Jeffrey was a little snippy. It was it was a bit of a, a moment there for a few minutes inside the yeah. inside the dome. Yeah, as we were uh, as we were doing that. Uh. Now look, I tell you the the most promising thing from the Saints last yesterday, yesterday afternoon, beyond what we've already discussed, because they did they just dominated the line of scrimmage. Injuries are still a problem. Depth still an issue. They're not a very deep team, um, and they had a couple more guys go out. McCoy, their standout center, got hurt yesterday. Uh, Lattimore has a cast on his wrist. I mean, there's some stuff. Yeah. Um, but they ran the same offense with Winston. I mean, he was very good in the short and intermediate. He did not make any mistakes. He ran a breeze type offense, and then. There at the end, he hit, he hit the big home run, Deontay Harris. He does have an arm. He can get he can push the ball down the field when it's open. I mean, it it was pretty was impressive the first from pick Winston of the draft. yesterday. I mean, it was he's not like some seventh round project. I mean, he was the first pick of the draft. He he's talented. Yeah, no one's ever questioned his talent. And he did, he made one mistake, and it was nullified by a penalty, which shouldn't have been a penalty. Although they missed a defensive pass interference penalty on the same play. Um, because Deuce had a counter thought back, thought back to me on the internet, but I still think I'm right. It, it was not roughing the passer. Um, there was nothing to the head and neck area at all. He hit him in the chest. Yeah, but he got a very veteran quarterback roughing the passer. Uh, well, they're going to protect there. the quarterback in that league. Yeah, and they it was, they it, was sh- a, it was an incredibly hard hit. It was also completely legal. Yeah. Um, they really would rather them not hit the quarterback. They would. That if would. there was a way for them to wear another jersey to symbol no hitting. And that jersey looked good, like some sort of electronic thing where when you're a something, it's over. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I think um, they would do it, and well, I don't blame them because people come to see the quarterbacks. I mean, this is how well they ran the football. When they, they won the game, what thirty-eight-three, and yeah. Winston completed fourteen of twenty passes for five touchdowns and only one hundred and forty-eight yards. Ooh, they really did run it. Yeah, I mean, it, it. He was fine. He was good. He made no mistakes. But five of his 14 completions went for touchdowns. Wow. I mean, they ran the ball to the red zone, and then he threw it in a few times, or five times. It's got to alarm the Packers. Those numbers have to – I mean, whoa. Oh, no, it was – That flight back to Lambeau, they landed Complete and utter demolition. Landed at Lambeau and turned the film on. I mean, you got to figure this out. No, they were destroyed up front on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Just destroyed. 
Um, Who the Saints playing week two? I don't even know their schedule. I know they come back home for the uh, the Giants in week four. Here, I'm pulling up week two. I'm curious now. Okay. For NFL in general? Yeah. We talked about Giants. Chiefs-Browns was the best game of the day. I really enjoyed that game. It was game. a great game. Yeah, I enjoyed that game. Miami-New England was fun yesterday. Two young quarterbacks. Who won? Miami won, I believe. Oh, that's right. Okay, I so we get right. Patriots at Jets, Broncos at Jags, Bills at Dolphins, Niners at Eagles, Rams at Colts, Raiders at the Steelers, Bengals at the Bears, Texans at the Browns, Saints go to Carolina. Okay. Uh, the Vikings go to Phoenix. Atlanta plays Tampa Bay. So far, there's not a lot here. Uh, Tennessee and Tennessee, Seattle Seattle's play. An interesting game. Yeah, that'll be a, a lot of Ole Miss people will obviously watch that because AJ and DK. Uh, Cowboys at Chargers could be interesting. Cowboys looked pretty good in that loss. God, this is a dud one. Uh, Chiefs and Ravens are the Sunday night game. Chiefs giving two and a half to the Ravens, by the way. And then the Monday night game, yuck. Detroit and Green Bay. Yuck. So Green Bay gets to sit on that for eight days, too, in the same time, and then play a Detroit team, which will tell them nothing about where they are. Well, they, t- they better win it, because otherwise they're going to tell okay, them a lot. Okay, could tell them a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. going to say, whoa. <laughs> Welcome to hell, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like now looking at week three to see if there's a game that stands out. Uh, we got some bad scheduling? I mean... Like I'm, I'm halfway through the week three slate, and nothing's pulling my attention. Bucks and Rams. That's a good game. It is potentially a really good game. And then NBC is banking on the Packers because they went Packers Niners for the Sunday night game. Okay. And then Eagles Cowboys is the Monday night game, and that's got a chance to be a good game. So Vegas line movement here after the way yesterday went. Indianapolis opened, I guess, yesterday morning as a one-point favorite against the Rams next week. And that game has now shifted to the Rams giving four. A five-point movement in one day in the NFL is something you hardly ever see. Is better than, ooh, we're all over that one. So in Indianapolis next week, the Rams now giving four in in that game. Look, it's one game, Mm -hmm. but the Rams looked like a Super Bowl contender. They did. And the Colts did not. No. Um, the Saints are giving three in Carolina on Sunday. I'm probably lay in the three. It'll be a little challenge to go there. But. Seattle giving six to the Titans at home. What's wrong with the Titans? Defense still bad. I watched none of it. I, yeah, yeah, I didn't either. I, 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 they got mauled, but I, I no watched. So I watched Vikings Bengals because I'm a lifelong Bengals fan. Yes. I watched Vikings Bengals. Then I studied world history for about two hours. And then I turned on, like I said, I turned on the Saints to watch the Saints, and it was 31-3, to and I'm like, well, I'll find something else. And I watched Browns, um, Chiefs. Gotcha. Patrick Mahomes is a bad boy. Just willed him to it yesterday. I mean, Mayfield's a very good quarterback. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is hey, his, an historically good quarterback. Mm-hmm. His... His skill set is just it, – it really has no flaw. And he's super competitive and he's very smart. I mean, the whole – everything you could want in a quarterback, he's got. Yeah. Uh, it's one week. I'm not changing predictions on the Saints. I mean, it was obviously a good sign, but 
well, wait a minute. Um, I don't know. There's a the, fun day. They're in a division where Tampa. Yeah, but the other two teams are bad because Atlanta's awful. I mean, look, I think they're a wild card team. I think they're in the I playoffs. Have. I don't think they're winning the division. The only teams in the NFC though that look quote good end quote are. Tampa, the Rams, the entire West, the whole to West, some extent. and the Saints. Yeah, there's no good team in the Central. No, I don't think so either. I mean, Lions are bad, Bears are bad, Vikings are meh. Vikings are yeah, they're whatever. Yeah, I mean they're fine, but it's Kirk Cousins at quarterback. It's a quarterback league, man. I mean, if if, if they're you probably don't... the five through the seven, and then they're headed to. I don't know, L.A. or Arizona or Seattle or something. You're going to have to go round. win a West game. Yeah, you see what happens. I think that's probably what's uh, what's going on. Yeah, it says Kyler Murray went for 289 and four. Um, on, uh, on He's Sunday. a stud. Yeah, Derrick Henry only had 58 yards. So a little bit of both there for uh, for the Titans. So, yeah, more NFL tomorrow. We'll look at some, some other games. Obviously, we hit the ones that we watch the most, teams that we pull for and follow, and then uh, – Whatever else goes on, Lane Kiffin speaking to the media today around noon. We'll have reaction from that on the site and on the podcast as we move forward. So I hope all of you have a wonderful day, wonderful week, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.